G'day guys and welcome back to the Venture Beyond podcast. This is episode nine. This is probably our best one yet. We got to speak to Viv from Dulcet Cakes and Sweets and she shared her experiences of launching her first bakery, building it into multiple sites and ending up with massive online orders. The spirit of entrepreneurship is so strong in this story and you're going to learn so much. She's just now going through the process of rebranding, hence the hats we were wearing, with the incredible new look. I think you're going to love it. Maybe the best place to start is if you could just tell us about the early days, what it, what it felt like to be getting out into a business, what the motivation was, and, and we can kick it off from there. There was not really any ambitious mind before. So basically, I came to Australia about eight years ago and then started like pastries and then I was thinking, oh, maybe that's a way to meet some friends. And then later, I went to an internship just for three months and then I shared it on the park. Yeah. And then my business partner, she was a baker back then, working there, very experienced for three years. And then later, oh, I'm thinking, oh, baking is not something I really like. So I want to do like wedding cakes. Uh-huh. And then, but she was like moving to the key like she was a head patisserie chef back then. And then as what well, as a staff reunion, we met each other again. I'm thinking, oh, I'm so tired of like dealing with like some other people. So I wanted to make my own design, make my own decisions of making the cakes. Uh-huh. And then she was saying, yeah, like she's been working like 18 hours a day. Oh, wow. It's been really hard, like, you know, fine dining. So yeah. It's like really, really pressure. Mm. I was just thinking, oh, shall we start something ourselves? I was thinking, yeah, back then we only met each other less than five times. Because <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I was only at internship. Yeah, and right. then she was like a baker, but she worked from midnight. Yeah. So we only see each other like a glance and I say hi in the kitchen. But yeah, we're thinking, yeah, but it's did it about feel like a close friendship or something. You were, that's that seems like a real thing to no, put yourself out on a limb on, you know? I don't know. We just feel that click. Yeah. When we were saying something, what we wanted to do, what we wanted to achieve, even though we don't really wanted to achieve anything back then. Right. But we felt like we clicked together. Yeah. So thank you. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Good on you. So we resigned from our own job. Yeah. And we started. Right. We look for like we. So basically, we were starting online first. So we were just selling on Facebook and Instagrams and we posted some pictures and we were baking at home. But at the same time, we we're looking for branding. Uh-huh. So like looking for a designer to do the brand for us. And then we signed the shop in Burwood. And That's time frame was roughly how long? So we baked at home for about how long? It's about three or four months. Right. Okay. And then we signed the shop. And then we started to do the renovations, everything opened in about two month time. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we start to trade. So at home, I mean, it's a proper garage story, opening a business in your garage, it sounds like. How many uh, customers did you have? And- we used to have maybe, like we only taking one batch of orders every week. Right. So it's about up to 20 okay yeah per week back then okay and we both of us like like jumping on a car just deliver all over sydney <laughs> and then oh my god every time we deliver one to go, go past harbour bridge we make the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> where, where did those customers come from your first customers um at the beginning we were just jumping into those like local communities so we were jumping onto like a burwood community and we post an ad so like all the customers, they were really like located around Burwood. And then later we can go to Chesswood communities and then like all the customers. Because it's cakes, back then we don't have a refrigerated van. Right. So it's like very hard for us to keep the cake cold. We're mm. trying to, if it's 20 orders, we're trying to make it all 20 in the same spot. 
Okay. So it's easier for us to deliver to the customers. Yeah. So yeah. you're talking community groups on Facebook or? Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, some Chinese community as well. Okay. Yeah, that's how we started. That's awesome. I mean, that, that's that's a pure story of like the, the early hustle yeah. that you kind of need to do. You know, you need to reach out yeah. to that who you think is going to be your ideal customer. And, and that's why we were testing on the market as well. Where mm. shall we locate the store? And we feel like Burwood, um, back then Burwood is not so busy as yeah. what it is right now. Four or five years ago, right? Like yeah, it's, four or five years ago. All the buildings is like, has, like, the Burwood store was, we opened back in January 2017. Right, okay. And then back then it was a brand new building. Mm. We were one of the first to sign the lease. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, it's a brand new building. Everything was Back then, we don't have the experience to take an old store. Yeah. So everything was built. Okay. <laughs> we were having new dreams like we wanted to build our own kitchen. We wanted to build our own shop. <laughs> like we don't need anything old. We want everything brand new. Yeah. Yeah, and we're too young. <laughs> <laughs> bit, bit young and naive there. <laughs> yeah, it but is. You said something before, like you, you wanted to test the market. Yeah. Where did the idea, because that's like, that's, I guess, the kind of language that you'd hear someone use that has studied business or yeah, something I like that. Yeah, I studied business. You studied business? I studied business back then in the UK. Mm. And then later, I went back to China and working as the marketing strategist, like in some of the fine dining restaurants, as well as for like hotels like Hilton. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's what I do. Great. Yeah. So, so you had a bit, yeah. of, a bit of background. Yeah, I've been set up like, like, um, like three headers, like restaurants for like some celebrity chefs back then. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's a different kind of market, but what we do is like we test the market, we're looking for like locations and then how we're gonna generate customers feedbacks. We've been contacting all the press and then everything. That's pretty much the similar thing of setting up a business. Yeah. So kind of like background knowledge, mm-hmm. but we didn't really expecting too much at the beginning because like my English is not even like you know the like locally like that kind of communities. But it was a good place for you know for that for the culture that you're selling to, right? Like, isn't yeah? At the beginning, the like majority of our customers they're all Chinese background because mm-hmm. like it's in Burwood and we we've been doing online as well. But right. once you have a store, you're facing all the customers coming in. True. And then later we've been changing the like the products as well because we were in Australia. Of course, we wanted to do local markets. Yeah. We wanted to have the local customers. Otherwise, we can't survive here just based on that small portfolio. You had some pretty good experiences going into it. What, what did you learn out of the first launch that you think is kind of a nugget of wisdom? The biggest lesson we learn is never expect a store going to be busy all the time. Even it's very successful at the beginning. So what kind of peaks and troughs did you see? When we first launched, we didn't really know that we need to get everything ready before we do the advertisement. So, but we were thinking like once we open a store, we needed to be busy. We need everyone know about us. So before the the flow getting work properly, we posted some like as we've been spending some money on the platforms like on the Chinese community. Mm. So the store has become packed. But the thing is our service level is up there. Not not there yet. Right. And then the product level is not there yet. Mm-hmm. So everything sold out maybe in three hours. Right. Mm. And then we have nothing to sell. We yeah. have no one can prepare anymore. Mm. We don't even have any stuff. Like it's not enough. So it's just the two of you too. 
back then we have one runner at the front and mm. me and another one working in the front we have like um two cashiers plus my business partner so three of them at the back right but no one can work seven days a week apart from us yeah, sure. yeah. that makes sense so both of us are working seven days but yeah. all the other people they probably just can only come like two to three days per week mm. so basically leaving us like three people running a 70 square meter store very busy too right yeah. so you're selling out by three o'clock then we're thinking oh my god we're so busy we're so successful <laughs> it's like how great we're gonna invest money on employing peoples and we're gonna buy a lot of equipments and then we're gonna launch a lot of like products and then that's what we've been doing right and then the wave gone it's gone yeah. like people were, they have very short memories yeah. i can't remember you afterwards yeah and i was thinking oh that's not the right way now we have to feed six staff full time yeah how are we gonna do that so we starts to think about like to refine our products and then back then we launched a, like an, just a general website mm-hmm. just for display purpose only and i'm thinking we need to get our name out there but it's hard and the competition is really high mm-hmm. so i'm thinking maybe we can do like just uh, some local like communities and then so we've been sending out flyers and all the other things we tried everything yeah but i guess one that starts to picking up was like the reputations word of mouth so people were just like spreading between themselves and then thinking oh the business has become steady yeah. but we do have the up and down moment at the beginning for sure so yeah. you felt like your product was was very strong because you got yeah, great feedback. Very, and- yeah, we have really strong belief with the products. The mm. products is all. Oh, that's awesome. What what did your personal life seem like? Well, what was it like rather going through all of that? Because it's, you know, I've, I've launched businesses, <laughs> we've launched businesses together and I know yeah. it's like, it's tumultuous at times, you know? Yeah, I started a business like uh, when we wanted to open an extra shop, I was just get married. Right. And I resigned from my previous job like as a cake decorator. And then I fall pregnant right. while we took the lease. Oh, God. So basically. <laughs> I mean, congratulations, time, but also. Yeah, during the <laughs> so time of renovation, I was heavily pregnant. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. So basically, I gave birth on one week before the shop opened. Something. Oh, yeah. It's about, yeah, three or four weeks before the store opened. So basically, once I had a baby, I started to jump back to work straight away. And the funny thing is, after two years, we wanted to open another store in Haymarket. And I got pregnant again. (laughs) (laughs) So with my second store, I was heavily pregnant again, like, you know, staying on site and overlooking everything. And then take maybe three or four weeks rest and then I'm coming back again with a new store opening. It sounds like that's a good omen it's for like, you. We're just like a duplicate story. <laughs> <laughs> so one one child per store. So how yeah. many stores do you want to have? Therefore, no how many more children? Child. <laughs> maybe 10 more stores, but no more child. <laughs> it sounds like you, you're able to juggle a lot. And I definitely have seen that. Yeah, in the, you know, I in was really depressed. When I was like pregnant and with the store ongoing, right. I was crying every day. I don't know what am I going to do? Like, how can I take care of the kid? Mm. And then how can I take care of the store? At the beginning, I don't want to spend so much money to hiring staff as well. And the thing is, you have to look after the store yourself because like, you know, a lot of things that you have to make decisions and then especially dealing with customers, you have to be there. Mm. And then it's setting up a business like we have to be on site. And I'll just like, oh my God, it's going to be so hard. How did you manage it? Just cry out. (laughs) (laughs) Just cry out and keep working. Yeah. I had a nanny back then was helping me. 
and I was working two hours at the store, driving back home, breastfeed, and then coming back again for oh, wow. another three or four hours, and then going back home again. I go back home maybe five times a day. I tell wow. you what, I've yeah. got nothing to complain about. <laughs> yeah, seriously, Compared I know we're that. I know we're busy and everything, <laughs> but no, I, I, you, you, do you want to do you want to run this place <laughs> <laughs> too? Because like, Sounds wow, like that's you do a good job. <laughs> exactly. Better job than us, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's impressive, really. Like, because yeah. our store back then it was like like people were starts to having late night desserts. And we like we stay that market. That's why we open till 10 p.m. every day. Uh -huh. So by the time I finish work and I go back home, it's like 11. And do a night feed. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. How many stores have you got now? We closed the Burwood one already because the lease is finished and we moved to a bigger kitchen. Mm -hmm. So we're running a central kitchen. We kept the Haymarket store as a Chinese pastry right now. And then we have another one in the galleries and we're about to open another one in Cheswood. Well done. It's, it's <laughs> a serious story of growth. So, okay, so we're at one or two stores at this point in the story. What, what, uh, what started to change? And obviously there was some pretty macroeconomic... <laughs> problems that you had to overcome too back then we feel like we were i don't know we feel like we were stuck yeah we were like we received phone calls and then people were asking do you guys offer deliveries and then do you guys offer online orders i was thinking oh yeah maybe is that something we can do but like setting up a website is quite expensive as well but we're thinking like are we gonna making that orders are we gonna make the money back like of investing it Mm -hmm. Back then we were having two stores, so we have the Berwyn and Haymarket. But Haymarket was like just like a grab and go. It's a very small store. It's only twenty square meters, mm -hmm. so we were not really worrying too much about that store. Mm -hmm. That the, the cost of keeping that store is not so high. But for Berwyn, it's quite big, and the rent is very high. And the thing is, like back then, the shopping center we were at, they were not doing great marketing. Right. So it's a very big pressure on us because not many people are visiting. Mm -hmm. That's why we were losing a lot of customers because we were not offering delivery service. Mm -hmm. So thinking maybe it's time for us to do a website and then make so some changes. So happened to be that we reached out roughly yeah, around that same time. Around the same time. To be honest, I never really compare with other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about building a website. Yeah. And I wonder if you guys come to reach me. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, yeah. Just Sounds do good. it. <laughs> Sometimes in business, that's how it works yeah, out, right? Yeah, that's just uh, like the right timing. Mm, mm. Like I was planning to do some research, but before I do any research, like, yeah, you guys reached me. I was thinking, yeah, let's just do it. Uh, good timing, I suppose, for you too, because we had the, uh, we, we over COVID, we were doing six months interest-free financing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> From there, that's the part of the story we know the most, obviously, because we've been on that journey together. Uh, we were talking about before what COVID did to the business. Uh, I'd oh. love to go kind of into into that a bit more. And I love yeah. the fact that you said you weren't stressed. Everyone was stressed at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, because like with I'm Chinese background, it's like once it's all happened, like one is like become really serious back then in China. I was worried as well because everyone knows it was going to be spread worldwide soon. And then who knows what's going to happen the cities were locked down back then in China, we're going to face that too as well. And then for me, I'm running two stores. I'm paying so many full-time employees. I was thinking, oh, what am I going to do? But later, we just realized because of the COVID, people were not coming out and they were ordering online. They wanted everything delivered to their door. That's why back then we started to buying all the vans and hiring all the drivers. So saying we were offering delivery mm -hmm. and we were offering free delivery wherever you are. 
And then we just gave us a call and place your order online. We'll just deliver to your door. And then back then, not many people were doing that, especially for cakes, mm-hmm. because it's very fragile and delicate. Mm-hmm. It takes extra care, and we have to pay extra for the driver. We have to purchase all the ice packs or all the thermal boxes. Thinking, yeah, maybe let's do that. And then because we were offering delivery services, that's why our name spread out, and people knows that oh, they offer desserts, and then people are sad. They stay at home. They have nothing to do. They wanted something sweet. Yeah. So we just fill in that gaps. That's why I said I was not so stressed back then because we become like really busy with yeah. online orders. It's very gratifying for us because obviously this is this is the space that we're in. This is mm. the these are the things we dedicate our time to. I just remember starkly we launched it. There was probably about three and a half thousand dollars of orders the first month, mm. and then there was about ten thousand dollars of orders, <laughs> and then there was about fifteen, twenty, thirty. And I, I remember looking at it one day, being like, "This thing hasn't been live for that long, <laughs> and you're doing fifty or sixty grand." What I noticed, like I wasn't as deeply um, in the project, but a lot of people come and spend a lot of money with us on a website, mm-hmm. uh, and they go live, and nothing happens. Your website, you know, it wasn't like the. You didn't expect the website to be like this amazing website that you're going to throw heaps of money into, mm-hmm. but you built the thing. It was functional, and you had the audience. It went live, and then you started transacting. And that, at the end of the day, I think what I've noticed from the way that you're speaking is, is you were doing things. You weren't trying to build this mon- monstrous kind of business or like designing like this insane future. You were just doing really practical things to grow、yeah. your business over time. Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, it's that it's just good business acumen. That's how I always put、mm-hmm. it. Is is that understanding that a business is really like all about inputs. Yeah. Working on those inputs to、mm-hmm. generate something more valuable, which is your output, and you're going to sell it for more money. Yeah. And I think you, I think you've done that really effectively,、yeah. um, from our perspective at, at least. But、uh, where where are you going now? What, what's what's the what's the story look like for Dulcet going forward? We were at the very hard. Like decisions right now because we were doing the rebranding, so basically means like rip off what we've done before.、Mm. Like the logo has changed, like the design theme has changed, everything has changed. As I said, I don't really have much time to think about it, and I think about like in five years time where we're gonna be. And now it's been about six years. We're thinking if we wanted to keep going with this business, how we wanted to present to the general audience, how we wanted to position ourselves. That's why we decided to like make all these changes. That's why we decided to like you know, like spend money on the design, spend、mm. money on the packaging, spend money on the renovations as well as on the website. Yeah, we wanted to give this fix like the higher end, the good quality. We do have the products, but we feel like the branding we were associated with the products is not there.、Mm-hmm. So when like customers were looking at the branding, they were thinking, oh, this is just like a general cake store. But we wanted to deliver the message to the customers like we were using the finest ingredients. We're putting a lot of like Minecraftership, and we were doing something like other people are not doing because we imported all the like the best ingredients from Japan, from France, from Italy. That's the message we wanted to deliver to the customers. To be able to do that, we have to rip off the branding that we used to have.、Mm-hmm. And now that's where we are. We are about to renovate the store we were having on the 18th, which is like next week. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like the website going to be launching about the same time, end、exactly. of this month. Yeah. Yeah. We see how that goes. Yeah, I'm sure it will、yeah. go well. I mean, I, you're not alone. We actually, I think it was five years in of Hustle、yeah. when we rebranded the Hustle Agency. Yeah. And typically, my phone will never stop. <laughs>、um, 
so yeah, it, it is. It's it's a hard moment. We actually yeah. didn't like completely rip away our our logo. We we actually just refined it, mm-hmm. um, refined the name as well. But me being the person that came up with the first one and you know was there at this at the start, it felt like I was a little little bit ripping myself away a bit. Yeah. You know, like so. Uh, it's a tough it's a tough thing to go through but yeah. you know i think good businesses can look forward to the future mm-hmm. knowing that they've got to reposition themselves yeah. and they've got to take that step because otherwise you will you will become stagnated and mm-hmm. and the business needs to be evolving it needs to have that yeah for example it's like it's like for us we were having say we were selling 10 different cakes and only two of them like selling really really well taking up 60% of the sales. Mm-hmm. And another eight of them were just maybe like one or two a day, one or two a day or things like that. And then like one person liked the cake, maybe the grandma next door, because we were just selling that particular cake. Mm. But maybe only her is buying that cake. And then what we're gonna do the rest of the time, we'll just like throw them in the bin, just waiting for the grandma to come once a week. Yeah. And the later we realize that's not how we're gonna do the business. Yeah. So we cut off five of the cake that's not selling really well. Uh-huh. We were just only keeping five of them. But out of those five, we wanted to make it the best. And we were putting so much more effort, we changed the recipes and we just make it the best. But we feel like the branding we were having is still the store that grandma will come once a week. Yeah. Mm. So that's not what we wanted to do. We've been spending so much money and we've been spending so much effort to refining our products. We need other people to know about this. Yeah. That's what we're thinking. Forget about that 30,000 stocks we have, like the packagings we have in the storage. Let's make something new. Well it's done. hard for us. And, and it was a data-driven decision as well. Like you, you were looking at the, you know, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you've got to inform yourself with, with something. I mean, there's there's a little part of it I find that it's like there's a gut feel mm. that needs to be yeah. to some extent informed yeah. by data. Otherwise, you, you might step the wrong way. Mm. But it, it sounds like that's what you're doing. So we're getting towards the end of the time. But I, I w- wanted to see if you had any maybe just some words of wisdom or advice for somebody who's about to step out on their own or mm. already has and wants to grow their business. If you're a beginner, don't think too much, just do it. But don't invest too much money on it. Yeah, listen to advice, like talk to people in the industry and then trying to get some experiences from other people. But even though it's bad experience, still do your own thing. Yeah, step out. Once you step out, think a lot. Yeah. Yeah, go slowly. Don't go too fast. How do you not invest too much? I think you're expert at this. but. <laughs> I used to invest a lot and then that's why my pressure is really high back then when we have the first store mm. because we want everything new and then yeah if you don't want to invest too much that's why new people in the industry and then build your connections you know people helping each other is in the industry especially hospitalities and then you will have the resources of like maybe sourcing some secondhand like machineries and then maybe look for some stores that they don't want to like continue and take over or things like that. Having something ready made is a lot easier than starting something brand new mm. your own self. I'm not talking about a branding, yeah, but yeah. like the fixed asset, you can always upgrade it. There's always room to build new things. Even if you spend like say you only have like 10k budget, but you can only afford a brand new oven. But with this 10K, you're probably going to buy five secondhand ovens. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot more with five ovens. Yeah. Yeah. Even those five ovens like broke down in two years time. doesn't matter. You've already have something 
back like over two years. You've generated revenue. You generated revenues and you have cash flows and you know more people. And then probably you stay in this industry for another two years. You know, there was something a lot better than 10K ovens. Yeah. There were so many ovens like 50K, 100K. Mm. And then you're probably going to have the power to, I don't know, get investment, get the mortgage from the bank and then you can have another level. Mm. Once you have the 50K oven, you can do something completely different. Yeah. You were already on another level of yourself. There's some words of wisdom we can take on, I think, as well um, in that because, as you know, as we're talking, we're, we're looking to launch a store mm. for extra clubs pretty soon. And I have a real problem with what we put in the FISO about, <laughs> about how much it's going to cost us. You know, yeah. and we've got we've got a partner who's in construction, and mm-hmm. and they val- they're pretty hard on that number. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. But I'm like, I mean, I could find some. We could find some recycled yeah. timber, and we could and we could sand it do down, that. and 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 <laughs> you know, and we can we, we can get in there and do the painting. Yeah. Or you know, stuff that we can yeah. do. You know, do we that. should be doing. You know. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing at the beginning, and I learned from it. You wanted your branding to be there. You wanted to be like really on a higher level. But you can substitute the materials, all the other things. You don't have to spend like 10K on the floor. You know, people are stepping on it. No one like looking at it. We're not Louis Vuitton. We're not MS. You have to have the fundamentals to be worked there. MS is not MS at the beginning. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, I think that's, uh, unless you have other questions, I think that's a great way to end it because you've Mm -hmm. just given... Real practical advice from your yeah, own from hope. your own perspective. <laughs> no, you definitely it's have. It's my own lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, we'll we'll call it a day. Thank yeah. you.